Manamana. 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 All right, welcome to the Ringo Zone. That was the best we could do. That was like the amount that we can play legally before it, it becomes yeah, enough of the song that it's real, it recognizably counts as the song. Yeah, it's the way Vanilla Ice got away with that shit all those years ago. We were like one note off. Like no, no, you know what? I think Kayla and Evan not being in sync turns it into a transformative work. Oh, so we yeah, yeah, fully yeah, record yeah. that and sell it and make money. Yeah, hey, so baby. This, is, this is not about Jim Henson. This is about fucking Signature. It's welcome to Ringo Zone. Hey. Uh, here we are. I'm Dylan. I'm Kayla. I'm Dylan. Fire. <laughs> I'm Evan. There you go. I'm Max, I think. Yeah, yeah. all right. Might as well be. And we're talking about Rosebuds. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say straight up. Yes. This might be my favorite episode of Future. Really? Yep. Wow. Yeah, I just I don't well, I like that it like addresses the Rose Quartzes. Because I get that you don't have time for it in Steven Universe, but if you're going to follow up, might as well, right? It's really nice that this loose end of all the bubbled rose quartzes was tied up. I get the appeal a lot as a writer, not just to tie a bow on this bit of the lore, but also you get so many great character moments out of it. Like how everyone reacts to seeing them, the way Greg just nopes out of there, the way Pearl's awkward, the way Guard's awkward, Amethyst in the conga line mm -hmm. suddenly not having a very good time anymore. It's amazing. Every single person who could have come to Steven's rescue literally nopes out of frame. Every single yep. person. Literally all we're missing all is like Bismuth. If we had gone to Little Homeworld, we would have had a scene where, where Bismuth somehow manages to nope out of frame. Bismuth just pre-noped out of the episode. Oh, there you go, yeah. It does feel like each of the roses are basically just kind of like one joke that repeats. And each of them had their own really clear aesthetic and their own really clear personality. They were like, it was very like, uh, they all have a role. I don't know, they're kind of, they're like, I like them as a as a group. The comedy with the zoom-ins was really good in this episode. Yeah. I want to ask, Dylan brought this up in a, in a good way during the episode as I was writing the note about it. What is the commentary on how the Zoomins are gonna just hate Greg's guts forever and ever? Is there anything to that? Because I feel like, okay, yeah, like, I don't like my exes, but they're very nasty to him. And I just want to know if there's any kind of commentary that I could be taking away or if it is literally just meant to be a joke. Maybe the, I think, more, like, direct way to say the reality of it is there's a, a future world of humans where everyone's having a massive orgy all the time and just one one AI says, you fuck them, you fuck them, and everyone's been doing that for as long as anyone could ever possibly remember. So that all of a sudden, somebody being like, I don't want to do it, it's like their society is not functional. Within the context of the, the rules of the show, I understand it. But what does Becky Shugs want me to learn seeing... J9 and Y6 or whoever they are like be very very hateful toward my main man's Greg. What does Becky Shugs mean for me to take away from this experience? I ask myself every morning when I wake up, what does Becky Shugs mean yes. for me to learn today? <laughs> yes. Well, also cuz it's like they're not they're not pre presented as like being unhappy other than Greg in this one instance saying no to them. Does that make any sense? Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, it's like they're presented as being like, oh, wait, we're just like perfectly. So it's like, I don't know what everybody's supposed to think that because Greg says they're wrong then. But it's also it's weird because odd. they're like, they're now interacting with like regular people and they seem to have like 
found some normalcy. So like the Greg is their one hang up. It's just it, it doesn't like the joke doesn't really play very well to me. I actually don't know why I'm trying to seek meaning in this because I actually think the Zoomans are probably the weakest part of Steven Universe. I, I think we're probably out the more I think about them. I don't even know if I would register them enough to like be a pop. part of Steven yeah, Universe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, this is insane about the easiest word, but I don't want to say the filler episode, but you know when sometimes there's like an episode of an anime where you're like, this is never going to come back ever. Mm -hmm. It really felt like when you saw that, I was surprised they ever came back. I have one final thing I want to say about the Zoomins. What's that? Um, I just love the subversion of general storytelling they exist as, where all of like our imagined like humans in space thing have always been like our brightest minds, our greatest scientists, or most intrepid explorers off to learn new things. And in Steven Universe's universe, it's nope, the first humans floating around in space are just this goofy-ass free love colony. Fucking Hippie Rose. Hippie Rose actually is like free love because she kind of seems like aggressively like, I don't know how to put it, aggressively sensual. Does that make any sense? It's the purring timber of her dulcet tones. Wow, that was a beautiful sentence. You're what a sultry string of words yeah, there. Hey, hey, don't ride my coattails. Fuck off. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, have you guys ever been in, like, Steven's situation of you keep on being like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's just hang out long anxiety, and it's like, the, right? it's the I, worst. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I think this episode made me um, think of uh, the season finale of Mob Psycho, which I won't spoil it, like, what happens, but I will say. There's a thing at the end where it's like, you should be nice and caring and kind to people, but you also need to be firm with people, and also, like, don't be afraid to, like want things yourself Set you know boundaries yeah exactly. I, I was gonna say it just it just reminded me of like us all like not wanting to record sometimes and just yeah. being like oh thank god yeah no i don't want to either because yeah. there are times <laughs> where that all happens we all are just like yeah no no fuck that not today it's like that's a different dog in the hunt because like we all enjoy it when we get to recording it's just the sitting down and the hitting record yeah totally it's it's yeah. you know the idea of doing something is the hardest part of doing a thing. Yes. You know? I'm just, I'm just yes. thinking there's like a few times where it's like, I didn't want to record, but I was like, I want to force myself to do it. To kind of speak to that, I didn't have words for this before. All I could write down was like politeness for politeness's sake. But like that wasn't exactly it. We talked about last episode how like a younger version of Steven might have handled the situation he was in. That sounds like something a younger version of Steven would have done. Like he was just like, well, you know, they want to be comfortable, so I'm going to force myself to do it. And I, I feel like he probably would have enjoyed it. He would have enjoyed their company. Maybe not forever, you know, but yeah. he would have enjoyed their company. He is still coming at problems like he would have before his series of mental illnesses manifested to this point. So I think like he was just trying to be polite and I don't think it would have made him as uncomfortable if he were, you know, 13-year-old Steven. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. He's doing this because that's what Steven does. He's not mm -hmm. treating him he's not including himself because if Steven was like doing this and Amethyst was like chained to his leg the whole episode, so she had to be involved. And Amethyst was like I'm really uncomfortable with them being here. She basically raised me, dude. She's my mom and she's dead. This is weird as shit. Like, you know what I mean? I think he would have been like, "Hey guys, could you leave? You're making Amethyst feel weird." Like, da -da -da, yeah. and he would have handled it. So it's like Steven's just not giving himself any empathy at all. Which is like, I understand Steven Universe, like on a very deep level on Everyone this point. But it's bailed like, out on him. Like, he is the last one to set this boundary. Like, they didn't bail on him as much as they did what you're kind of allowed to do sometimes. They 
you know, set boundaries, which you're allowed to do, which is correct. But I do kind of think the episode presented it as, no, they just bailed on him. They let Steven hang. They let him deal with this on his yeah. own. Which is arguably the best way for him to deal with things these days. But also, like... How much do you hold him accountable? Just how much is, like, this might be a lot for the kid. I feel like there's a lot of this where it's, like, ground it in Amethyst and Pearl. I get why they don't, they don't understand human psychology. But it's, like, if you're going to call them, like, mothers and then you're going to kind of apply human psychology to their actions they should have asked him a long time ago are you okay like did that fuck you up are you good bro like they didn't ask him that like once so there's like a million times over they should have just been parents and they just kind of never really fully were greg's the only one who ever has if greg lived with steven and i do not mean this as a commentary or anything else but if greg was there he would be way better off just on a ptsd level because he wouldn't have let steven do half this shit he would have been like no you can't take him to the fucking temple what's wrong with you but i feel like we should save it for the episode where this actually comes to a head that That is a great point yeah uh so steven walks out and he's like sorry guys it's not you it's me except wait it's all of us and then they like fucking figure their shit out it's like one of the neatest like for, like, Steven didn't have to do, like, a lot of emotional labor, I feel like. It was equal amongst them. Does that mm-hmm. make any sense? Everyone was uncomfortable, and everybody got to the resolution at the same time. Except for Smart Rose, who knew this whole time. It's like, I look way too much like her, and this is weird. What do you think, because we've all we've all been in this situation before where, like... We have. Have we not? Where, like, you think you're going to be, like, the one stick in the mud in a situation or something like that. Oh, my God. Especially lately, man. Almost every situation. So, like, like Rose, you know, the Rose that looked like our Rose figured it out rather quickly. Yeah, I'm always that Rose. Yeah, you know, you you keep your thoughts to yourself about, like, is this weird or am I being weird? So, like, I think that was probably what was going through her head when she said something in the room, disagreed with her. And then she didn't say anything again until it came to an undeniable head, you know? It's like, oh, I'm the odd one out. Yeah, well, now I'm thinking of them as, like, their siblings and, like... There's something interesting about, like, I'm trying to think about, like, like there's sometimes, like, odd family that you have that you, like, see for the first time. Mm. This interaction, like, definitely reminds me of. One way to read what she wanted to do was immediately, like, bail. I would say that she was being, like, empathetic, understanding the situation, oh, and being yeah. like, we should just go. But another way to look at this is that, like, oh, it was after them staying and then actually addressing it, probably much better off being like, oh, yeah, we actually do have somebody that, like, is able to understand us, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the final sentiment of Stephen and the Rose Quartz as being siblings is actually, like, really, really soft and sweet. I love it! I, I want more of that. You have a sibling, do you not? I have two. I have a sibling. Oh, you do? I've got... Three of them. Oh, that's too really? many. Am I the only one? Evan, I thought you were an only child for sure. Gun to my no, head. No, no, I got an excess. I got way too many brothers. This is interesting then. I kind of want you three to speak to how you feel about, you know, this particular revelation because I'm I'm on the outside looking in, I think. Forever I've been stamping my foot being like Amethyst and Steven are like brother and sister, like for like this whole show. <laughs> so like the idea that roses are they're also in the like the group hundred percent like the tracks to me. So like yeah, more of this, and then also I feel like Amethyst, I would love her to be more explicitly Rose's daughter. Yeah, well, okay, Amethyst is a little different, right? Because I think she does kind of have that. She's directly Steven's, Amethyst like, yeah, is like the found the baby, them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Baby but, on the but doorstep. I think that, like, you know, siblings, whether you get along with them or not, you know, um, it's like kind of like soldiers in the trenches like you all kind of went through yeah. childhood together with the same, you know, parents, uh, the same schools the same everything right literally my brother and i are like complete opposites we just have 
completely different interests, personalities, ways of doing things. Yeah. But, like, the one thing we can always bond over is, like, that thing Mom and Dad did. Yeah, exactly. So Stephen and so Stephen and the Roses bonding over like, yeah, we were all kind of fucked over by Pink Diamond, weren't we? Same yeah. goddamn thing. Because that's kind of yeah, that's kind of what the sibling thing is for me. The dynamic is I'll always have a closeness with my siblings because uh, we all did that together. You know, like and yeah. that is something that nobody will understand. He defines their relationship by we all went through the same bullshit. We had the same bad mom. Yeah, absolutely. Which is like, you know, it's like finding out that you have a sibling as an adult would be maybe like this. I wonder if that is ever of a similar like awkwardness. I would imagine it probably is pretty awkward. It's, when it's like it's you have a sibling like, now. Like that feels pretty weird. Yeah, like that's I think that's a really good analogy because I've always kind of wanted a sibling. So if I were to discover that I have a sibling that I've never met who's about my age, my knee-jerk reaction would probably be to try and fabricate a sense of closeness, like Steven did. Single child people, they generally, like, um, in, like kind of romanticize, I think, brother-sister relationships. Oh, no, I'm aware that siblings often are not, like, super great or whatever, but I'm also, like, desperately lonely and always have been. So well, yeah, like, I just mean it's a very natural reaction, that's all I mean. Yeah, you want to see what's, like, on the other side, and there's definitely, like, there are really cool things about being, a, you know, having Wait, Evan, which one are you? Youngest, middle, Oldest. or really? Really, really? Okay, all right, I can see that. Your actually, four younger siblings. Yeah, right. Because, sorry, no, because you, sorry, you just, <laughs> you I don't want to put this. But this is actually this is really weird to say because I don't know if this is an insult or compliment. But like, <laughs> Evan, you're like pretty handsome, but then you're also funny, so it's like you have to be compensating for something. So part of me assumed that that would is like being like a younger brother of some type, like middle or youngest. <laughs> I didn't know. So now there's just something worse about you that I didn't even know about. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. That yeah. Hell yeah, baby. I'm circling back around to the idea of like if I were to find like that my mom had a kid and uh, you know like I didn't know about this person I would probably do the thing that Stephen's trying to do I feel like there would be like a probably a sense of like this is weird and a sense of like okay I gotta be the most polite I can be because I want yeah. this to go well even Definitely. if like we don't actually have a lot in common and even if even if this person like like I would want them to be I would want them to be in my life you know but yeah. you, but like you can't jump to that which is what Steven was trying to do which is what I would try to do I think it's just that I can see where Steven is coming from for more than just like a oh that's just what he does kind of kind of feeling I think is what I'm trying to get at from the other side that all of us who have siblings have definitely wondered what it'd be like if we didn't so yeah, yeah fuck em. it's an <laughs> it's a natural curiosity yeah. grass is always greener kind of thing it's, it's really lonely it's very yeah, lonely sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I get it I think Steven is probably like he has the gems and all that but like his only peer well he has two peers one of which is Petey who we saw him like 35,000 years ago and then never again. Right. Um, Remember him? He has like two peers his age. So I imagine that Steven is probably a little bit lonely too. So basically like when all these siblings come into his life, he's like, I I want to have a relationship with them, but like how to forge that is not easy. No, totally. What I, what I saw though when I watched it was that Steven didn't really want to hang out with them. He was just super uncomfortable, but he was like, out of politeness, I have to, like, I, of course I, I have to ask like you to stay. Yeah, I mean, I, I think near the end, he was like, all right, yeah, wait, this is like, I, like, don't go. You know what I mean? Like, he, like, ran after them. But I don't no, know. It's like, 
Yeah, but I think it's interesting. It's like you're, you, there's like uh, multiple ways to view the episode from the beginning, like that mm-hmm. we like individually had, but we come to the same conclusion, which is good writing. Yes. If we have the potential to come to the beginning uh, differently. Anyways, uh, let's get to the conclusion of the episode. Uh, this is another episode. Let's wait one second. Because I want to make this joke at the top because, Kayla, maybe we should just cut it. But, like, maybe we should just put all the war monuments inside of, like, fucking, like, Lion. Like, all the Civil War monuments. Like, that's the answer. Like, with the picture of Rose. Every, everything that everyone's uncomfortable with, but we're like, okay, we're not going to outright destroy this because it's like, whatever, fine. Or goes, sure, put them in line. But then you build a bronze LeBron James statue just dunking on all of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm also, I'm just like spitballing. I haven't really thought about what to do with them before. But what if it was like one, mon- one like museum that was like the Museum of Fucking Hate and it was about how <laughs> shitty it was. The shitty opposite they are. of the Museum of Tolerance. They have that. It's called the White House. Yeah, no, but like we, we have we got we got one of those going, and then like the rest of it, we like melt all of it down, and then we sell that at price, and then donate that to like the fucking whatever pick an organization that helps mm-hmm. black people. Dylan, how did you know that's my kink? Yeah, oh well, it's everyone's kink. <laughs> <laughs> Say more. This is this is why we should just talk more often because we tr- we get together and speak only to record really other it's people in person yeah. and then and we've been going for an hour and I think we've talked about the episode itself for like maybe twenty minutes. This is why <laughs> I'm having a good time. No, I'm having an excellent time. I'm just saying that we there are other times there. I'm the, smiling right all now. All of the other times. <laughs> all of the other times because recording is only some of the times and then all yeah. of the other times that, that exist outside of the recording times is all other times that we could get together and just yeah talk. i agree good point we should, good we point could just jump in a chat and hang out at any time yeah. I, we should I, often I would be just happy. get together and talk about like, how much like we're, like we're friends or something yeah ostensibly yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know what friends do? They say their final thoughts so that their editor. Oh my god! I was about to do that. Kelly, oh, kill on solid. Solid. I'm point as always. All right, I'm gonna say I love all the three rose courses again. I just really like they're like three distinct personalities, and my favorite one is just like overly sensual rose because it's like she's I feel like the epitome of like what was your value at battle? <laughs> like, what were you, what were you doing on the, on the battlefield? Rose is like, actually like, man, she made shitty gems. Like considering these were her soldiers. Like Rose was not Dylan's good at this. Final like, King Diamond made shitty gems. In a good way. Happy accidents. Now they're all as chill as fucking like, just, you know what I mean? Just like hang out with massaging each other and like playing cards. That's all they do. So cool. Good on them. Um, and that's that's my final thought. Uh, hit me with it, Max. What you got? I really like the roses. Like I said, I really like this episode. I think this episode has the right amount of, you know, something that's actually plot, although it's the plot of Steven Universe and not future, but that's okay, because like I said, it was a dangling thread. Um, so it's got the right mix of actual plot, a lot of really solid jokes, and just a really good emotional payoff of like the realization that they are all siblings. I liked that. If there were somehow to be more Steven Universe, which I don't necessarily want there to be. Yeah, agreed. But like if we followed like Steven's like solo travels, like I'd love to see an episode where just the three roses show up again while he's off like doing his own thing and fucking, I don't know, Chicago or wherever the road takes him and just, like, get into some wacky adventure in the big city together. Oh, yeah. Uh, final thoughts. No one said you could go, Evan. 
I was, about to, I was about to tell you, Evan, you want to go, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I can you know go. what? Yeah, but it's punishment now, Kayla. No. The problem isn't that I have an opinion. The problem is that I spoke out of turn. Yes. Evan, you're still going to go. You look right. at all the protracted yeah. bullshit you made us do. But first, Matt, final thoughts. You just scared the shit out of me. I was so <laughs> afraid that he was here the whole time. Like, <laughs> oh no. Did I literally forget Another prank he was on here? Dylan. Yeah, <laughs> oh man, I was really worried. That was scary. All right, now Evan, I guess you can say some words. Uh, all right, now that it is my turn to speak, I've been told by someone else. Uh, I think uh, I think that this episode is fine. I think it's a little weird that it happened so early. Otherwise, it would have been in the way of everything else. So I think it makes yeah, sense to do true. it now. I guess like I, I I just this episode just feels wholly unnecessary to me. I don't think it's like bad, but it's just like. Why are we? Why are we fucking talking about that? Like, what's the point? Why? Who cares? Well, you know, I guess this episode. Now I think about it, because I don't know if like Rose herself or the idea of Stephen's mom comes up anymore. So this episode is kind of like our cap just on Rose Quartz Pink Diamond herself for the whole series. That's true, but it's it's just like, and we're we're gonna wrap up the, the other the other well, Rose Quartz stories. And I'm like, wanna, I, I don't care. If you want to rationale for it, maybe it's that we want to get into the main rest of the whole shit. And that's, that my also, that's my thing. But, but, but that they want this episode functions as Steven is acknowledging that he's somewhat damaged out loud for the yeah, first time ever. Yeah, it just feels a little... I know, the I problem I have this, with Steven I, Universe is like that they're like they spend a lot of time kind of like pontificating on like their damage but not a lot of time actually like productively dealing with it we'll get to that i'm not saying all of that is bad but this episode just feels like a little masturbatory and a little unnecessary again i'm sorry one more one more time masturbatory 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 no i'm gonna vote that we all pronounce it masturbatory from now on thank you masturbatory i can't promise i'm going to remember we got a baggle bullshit that i refuse to acknowledge i i'm just streets ahead baby i i wish i agree that i was surprised for sure. Um, Kayla. Sorry. Got? <laughs> this is not my final thought, but just like the masturbatory is where you go to have an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the opposite it of that. Be, it would be like your den. I think, yeah, it's yeah, just, been... I think it's just a room with a Kayla? stool and a box of tissues. Kayla, yeah. have you been orgying in the masturbatory? <laughs> that's that not, is that's strict more, misuse Kayla. of the masturbatory. That is for one person. <laughs> yeah, you cannot handle the weight of more than one person at a time, and then you all no, die. Zoom in. <laughs> Collapsed. You fools! They they were they were so young and so reckless. Oh what God. have they done? The, that was oh the, or- the orgerarium is where they were meant to be. What has gone? What has happened on this night? Oh my fucking I'm god! Gonna, my, final thought, my final thought is not as funny or salient. So we're gonna end on that. Uh, oh my god, the payoff is nothing. Good times. I think, like, I think, like, the whole all of culture needs to accept like two words as gender neutral: slut and baby girl are completely gender neutral. Terms. I don't think they are. Shut up, baby girl. They completely are. What did I just do right now? Did I not just come to baby girl? Did it not work? All right, baby girl, but I'm still going to keep... I don't like it. Let me play in this space. <laughs> Whatever, Sly. Kayla, go ahead. 
I want since since it's Dylan's idea, I want Dylan to assign uh, the four of us here and also Matt. Which which of us would be a slut and which of us the two genders, slut and baby girl? Which which of us? I don't right. like this. Please, I'm gonna I say. Okay, honestly, baby girl around, except for Evan, who's a slut. Well, all right. So well, no, but that's slut. not to say, but okay, it's not even about, it's not even about promiscuity, it's just about, it's like, would I call you, like, come on, slut, like, you know what I mean? It's just or would you now. say baby girl, yeah, yeah no, I I, I'm, yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down there. 